the most important thing is just to start just start mm-hmm. doing it i just i hear people say oh i'd love to try it but i'm not strong enough or i need to lose weight before i start i mean that's just that's ridiculous you just need to just to get started and you'll just that the rest of it will just happen Welcome to Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training. I'm James Griffiths and today we have a new episode of Chat with the Coach. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe and remember we add new content every Monday. So today on the show, I've got Elle Weaver. So Elle is our pole fitness instructor at the Wild Training Gym. She's literally taught me everything I know about pole fitness and yeah, using pole for, for strengthening my body. And she's obviously a massive fan of, of kind of other forms of kind of calisthenics exercise as well so yeah today l is is all about you buddy hello thanks for having me always man always so so like oh we'll just dive straight in and i'll, I'll just ask the question that i ask most of the coaches because it's just it's just always great to hear like a a background story and and so how how did you get started with pole fitness which has obviously become like a, a massive passion for you Yeah, uh, so I don't have a dance or gymnastics background. Um, It was summer 2012 and I was just kind of your normal kind of active person, member of a gym, but don't really have a particular passion for it. Uh, Just going to use the treadmill, the cross trainer, everything you think that you should be doing. Um, I was just doing that. And then I came across this um, program. They were talking about the latest fitness trends and pole fitness was one of them. And I just thought that looked really fun and wanted to give it a try. So just Googled my closest um, pole school and there happened to be one just two minutes down the road from me. So went and did a taster class and I was hooked ever since. Nice, wicked. And so, like, obviously, yeah, I guess when you saw that program, you know, pole pole looked exciting and, and probably a bit different. But like before, before you started doing like pole fitness, you were going to the gym just to, yeah, kind of be active, be healthy. That's what you're supposed to do, right? And and did you yeah. did you kind of enjoy going to the gym at that stage? Um, I'm not sure if I enjoyed it or whether I just enjoyed the the routine. So mm-hmm. go to work, go to the gym, have dinner. You know, that was like my sort of three times a week I'd go and I felt good for going um and I felt fit but I didn't necessarily enjoy it yeah yeah and that's that's like such a nice uh yeah I guess kind of way to put it because I I think there's probably loads of people out there that obviously you know especially now we're, we're so aware of you know we're supposed to be healthy we're supposed to be fit we're supposed to you know be proactive about you know going to the gym or or, you know doing something for our fitness but you know whilst a lot of people probably enjoy that routine they enjoy going to the gym and and and, you know that social element element to it uh they don't necessarily like literally love you know what they do at the gym and obviously i guess that's that's what probably changed for you a little bit when you found pole versus you know going on a cross trainer i would i would guess (laughs) exactly yeah It's, it's just so different because without realizing it you're doing a far better workout if you enjoy it Mm. so that was what swayed me really so I packed in the gym membership at the time um and switched over to pole yeah yeah and and so like you know non non I guess you know pole pole fitness you're at the gym doing cross training and and some basic stuff and I guess you know you're not a dancer you're not you weren't potentially like some sort of like you know super cool powerhouse and you got into pole fitness as a Mm. giggle because it looked cool with no real background for it and probably saw saw you know some relatively dramatic changes to to your strength to your body. Oh, absolutely! It was just 
I, I couldn't believe it. I just, I think I was luckily quite, um, quite natural. Um, I picked it up quite quickly, but yeah, I just, I was just so amazed by what my body could do. Mm, yeah. And especially for like, you know, we talked about it before, right? Is that, you know, you mentioned dance, like you and I didn't do dancing. We didn't do gymnastics. We didn't do anything to help us with these kind of more, yeah, like athletic, expressive, you know, styles of exercise. And, and, yeah. and you know, I always think it's almost like the best compliment somebody can give me is like they go, James, did you used to do gymnastics? And you go, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If anything, I think I, I went to a couple of dance classes as a child and I hated it. So it just goes to show, you know, you can you really do change. Um, yeah. Change what you love. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, we are wicked. So, so yeah, cool. So that's that's how you got started with pole. But then, obviously, I can't know the answer to this one. But but when did you decide it was something you were going to kind of coach? You know, and, and you wanted to kind of coach. I um, I'd always like to kind of share my passion of pole with other people. So I really liked training with other people, and um, you know, people were quite keen to learn how to do a few things. So when I was in the gym and just doing my own training on the pole. I quite quite often um, get someone else involved and stuff, so I like doing that. But um, I never actually considered teaching it um, because my only experience of teaching in the past is actually violin teaching, and I don't know why. I just I really didn't enjoy that. Um, I found it really hard um, just doing the sort of one to one training, and it was just not as rewarding. Mm. Um, so I never thought that I wanted to teach. And it was only when um, when I was at Wild and there hadn't been a pole teacher for about a year um, that uh, I was finally persuaded to uh, to do my training and become the teacher there. And to be pushed to do that was the best thing that I ever did. Yeah, some, some dodgy gym manager just kept bending your arms to basically convince you to become <laughs> exactly a pole fitness. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's cool. And, and you know, like, like I think it's really interesting that obviously something like I guess that's like really technical that has a lot of other kind of I guess kind of study around it like like you know learning the violin learning music you know was not something like you said that you you would necessarily enjoy I, I guess almost the repetitiveness of, of kind of teaching because uh, I think sometimes when there's there's a lot of skill involved you know in in especially background knowledge and I, I don't think it's too dissimilar to martial arts you know sometimes you know, I've spoken to martial arts coaches that get sometimes, you know, feel frustrated with, you know, teaching, I guess, I guess more basic kind of level stuff a lot, because obviously that's, that's, that's where a lot of people kind of are at both, you know, from a skill point of view and a, a physicality point of view. But I guess, you know, with something like violin, you're really stuck on, on, you know, I guess your, your, you know, learners. Yeah. It's very, it very much, um, this is how you do it it's very disciplined you know these are the scales this is how it should sound whereas pole is far more um self-expressive you know you mm. can there's not one way that you can achieve a move because every body is different so yeah. that's why you again you should never compare yourself to others because your body will not be able to do what somebody else can do so yes yeah, it's, it's very much about kind of finding your own style and that's what i've really enjoyed about teaching yeah, thanks, Elle. That's that's the that's why I never looked like you on pole, right? So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I guess you know, like I was thinking about kind of my 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 journey to being a coach, and, and I started with snowboarding, 
And so, you know, I used to be a snowboard instructor. Um, one of the things straight away I loved about that was it was, especially at the time, the focus was very much on it being a freestyle sport. So like you said, like with pole, there was no rules, you know, there wasn't a way to do, you know, a 360, a backflip, you know, whatever tricks you're going to kind of learn. It was just make it look cool, you know, and that, that was, that was it pretty much. And so, uh, so yeah, really similar, I guess, you know, to, to what you said about pole, but maybe a little bit different, especially at the earlier stages of learning any kind of musical instrument, it's a long time before you start to yeah, rip a solo, like you know what you're doing, right? So oh, yeah. um, that's, that's <laughs> <six> years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I guess that was, that was for me when I kind of came into the fitness industry. I came from this like freestyle snowboarding background, have fun, make it cool. And that was the first priority, you know, to mm-hmm. every, all of a sudden, all the treadmills are in a straight line. Everybody who's on the cross train is not talking to each other. And I was like, literally felt like an alien. <laughs> and, uh, and so obviously then had to build my own gym where there was no straight lines pretty much. But, um, but okay, cool. So, so yeah, wicked. And, and then, you know, where did you, you kind of study to become a pole fitness instructor? Uh, so I did, um, I've been doing pole for seven six or seven years before I um, then went to do my qualification and that was at the Expol um, headquarters in Barnet in London. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a, a weekend of training um, of uh, theory and practical. Nice. So yeah, that, that was it. Um, you have to have um, at least six months of pole experience obviously to, to do the course yeah 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 i know i know expert are really good with their prerequisites and stuff and and they they give you a pretty sweet uh you know kind of archive of stuff to look back over in terms of like as a coach to reference and kind of you know look at like different skills and moves and things like that after your course right yeah so they uh they give you a you know a lot of information a huge sort of booklet with training plans and um lots of beginner moves and things then you get access to um yeah file of videos and things that you can refer to for inspiration nice nice and so okay cool so i mean like you've you've obviously run you know some amazing pole fitness classes at at the wild training gym uh, and obviously you know you've built like a a really lovely kind of community uh, at, at wild training and i know you know like you said whenever you're in the gym you're showing it to to you know different members because it's just it's too cool you know you see anybody in the gym on a pole and obviously some of the stuff that you're doing like you know people are in the gym like doing squats and they're like damn you look strong you know and it's like <laughs> like toe to finger and and yeah it just looks like you say fun and expressive so it's an easy one to to get conversation going and and i guess you know uh you know a lot of guys maybe think of it as as not something you know kind of that guys to do when they turn up to the gym they don't do classes and yet i don't know any guys don't want to be able to hold like a proper flag and there's definitely some some really powerful kind of movements that that you know you've talked to me about on the pole that are just like man if you want ridiculous shoulders and abs and linking that strength together they are such a good test right definitely yeah i mean everyone wants to do the human flag that's Mm. the that's the one everyone wants to be able to do um and yeah I think there are so many different styles of pole that you can do um and so much of it can appeal to men because men are naturally stronger anyway so rather than doing the kind of artistic and dancey style they can just do pure strength and it's still really hard I think that's what just surprises everyone that tries it they think oh yeah I could do that and I think they're just they're shocked at how difficult it is but then it just makes you more determined 
Yeah, and I, I think like you know we always talk about the you know the, the kind of the fast gains gained from you know I suppose stars of exercise where we are weaker, right? So it's, it's like one, it looks wicked. Two, it's ridiculously powerful. Three, everybody's rubbish when they start. But then four, everybody gets way better really quickly because it's such an effective form of exercise that's challenging things that are almost untrained. And that's like such an easy way of getting some fast results, which is what most people want. They want to see an impact, right? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I always encourage people to practice. So I think practicing in between classes is really important um, to really um, make sure you're up in your game. Yeah, totally. So, so all right. So, so Paul obviously done it, mastered it rocking and rolling and uh, and coaching it but uh but obviously your your fitness has kind of transformed you know since finding other stars of calisthenics you know and, and so bodyweight exercise is obviously something that just yeah resonates with you and i'm always seeing you on like instagram and stuff like that trying different handstand challenges and different balances and and even kind of like you know partner kind of acro kind of movements and stuff like that so so yeah i mean what what do you think outside of pole has I guess, transformed or helped you the most with your fitness, your strength? Uh, yeah, so like you say, I'm I'm always um, happy to try out different challenges. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I love to be upside down. So any kind of handstands and stuff like that, I become obsessed with. Um, so yeah, I think with, along with pole, you can't, you can't just expect to be able to do everything. You have to build up to it. So any other um, styles of training that I can do that will help, um, I need to try and fit that in alongside my pole training. So um, Indian clubs is a really good one to help with my um, shoulder mobility and stability um, because uh, pole, as a pole dancer, you will inevitably get tight shoulders. Um, also, it's important to build power. So um, any kind of kettlebell workouts, um, even a bit of Olympic lifting, which I don't necessarily enjoy, but I see a lot of benefits from. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, although pole does actually give you that kind of all body workout with a bit of cardio as well, um, if I feel like I need to do a bit more cardio, then I'll, you know, do some hits or some combat uh, boxing, which I really enjoy. Um, and then, yeah, any kind of flexibility and balance workouts are really good. So, yeah, I've tried the the new Motion class um, has been amazing for my mobility. Yeah, wicked, wicked. Yeah, it's, um, I guess it's, you know, talking about a lot of different styles of exercise there and, you know, some relatively unique forms as well, you know, like Motion. It's just like, yeah, trying to spin some plates around your, your body kind of thing while you're bending around, but it's very very effective right yeah and, uh, and i know there was there was a time where you started to have some some kind of shoulder issues right with with you know i guess probably doing a lot of work potentially more on one side of your body than the other and we started using indian clubs and the urban strength bar to to look at different stretches different movements that would help to not just stretch you know the tight parts of your body but i guess like rebalance the strength around your shoulder as well and that that hopefully yeah made a big difference to you as well because because you don't have a shoulder problem anymore <laughs> I don't know. It's um, it, it's gone. Yeah, because I I think I, with pole, you become a bit obsessed with certain moves that you want to get that puts a lot of stress on your shoulders. So so, yeah, it's really important to branch out and try different styles of training to make sure you don't get sort of stuck in that rut and become injured. 
yeah and i think i think it's like don't get stuck in the run injured but also i guess you've you've seen that through i guess complementary styles of exercise that you wouldn't necessarily straight away think yeah that'll help me with my pole you've been able to progress some stuff on your pole and we we see it all the time like you love pole fitness so that's where you spend most of the time you know martial artists spend most of their time on the mats you know strength athletes like strong men they spend most of the time lifting heavy stuff and so it's it's you know it's hard to motivate you know you to do something outside of those those kind of passions but uh, but most of the time yeah when we when we introduce people to those different kind of styles of exercise and those different complementary kind of systems they see the gains and they go like you said with olympic lifting you don't love it but you love the fact that it helps you get better at what you do love you know and so sometimes it's that backwards way of looking at you know Definitely. the benefits yeah, it's amazing how I can sort of give up on a move in pole that I just, ne- I think I'm never going to get this. And then give it a couple of weeks of doing some different styles of training. I'll come back to it and just, you know, be amazed by how much further I've come on without even trying it again. Yeah, amazing. And that's the thing, I mean, like you say, like seven seven years in and, and you're still as excited about your training today as you were, like, you know, I guess when you started. And that's that's wicked. That's what it's all about. We would say if you can show people a style of exercise that they love, then everything else will just come. Like whether they're trying to lose weight or, or build some lean muscle or tone up or whatever, whatever their goal is, you know, like if they love what they do, then that physical I kind of benefit kind of is, is a byproduct of that because they're going to be consistent with it, right? Yeah, of course. And the most important thing is just to start, just start mm. doing it. I just, I hear people say, oh, I'd love to try it, but I'm not strong enough or I need to lose weight before I start. I mean, that's just... That's ridiculous. You just need to just to get started, and you'll just that the rest of it will just happen. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I, know. I mean that's that's literally like ninety percent of my job, right? And it's just like, yeah, yeah I'm going to come and join 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 the gym. I'm going to come and do some classes with you, but I need to get fit first. And you look <laughs> at them like, what? What did you just say? Like that doesn't that does that you're like speaking Swahili? That doesn't make any sense. And it's like that's that's literally our profession. We help people get started feel wicked about themselves and actually enjoy yeah coming back to the gym and so uh, and so yeah it's, it's always a challenge because like we said at the start right i'm not a dancer i'm not strong i'm too fat i'm too weak i'm mm-hmm. too whatever and you're just like just start you know and you know we said as well like like people come up to us and be like oh like you know oh she's amazing she can just she can just do these things and you're like no 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 <laughs> like, there's like years and years and years of falling off the thing and getting injured and keep trying which we do because we love it you know exactly so yeah it's, it's one of those really ridiculous misconceptions and people people go yeah james can just do these things and you're like oh that's so mean <laughs> but um but okay so there's a question like if you if you coached yourself seven years ago what would you say to yourself what was what would be the most valuable thing you could have said to yourself when you first started um i think one of the things would be to to understand that pole is a journey and that you're not going to achieve um moves like you say straight away um you need to take it at your own pace and don't compare yourself to other people um because you know by pushing yourself too hard you could lead to injury um and uh yeah just to keep enjoying it you know just just have fun yeah totally yeah yeah totally and and i think like we say we talk about human flag is an obvious example most people can kind of imagine what the the flag is when they're trying to hold themselves horizontal on the pole it's not your first move you know (laughs) there's there's going to be a bajillion things that we can kind of do to build up and i guess that's the value of of getting to be coached by somebody like you because you can go 
this is where you need to start. These are the things that are going to stop you being able to do it, you know, like your mobility, and maybe you can work on these different complementary things. And then you can give them, you know, I guess the the earlier stages, the earlier regressions and advise them on building it up. So again, it's like where people don't necessarily feel like they want to go to a class or get advice. The value in it is, is yeah, ridiculous and probably going to help them develop that really positive relationship with the, with the sport long term as well. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's one of the great things about teaching is that someone will, you know, aim really high and think that's great. Okay, let's come back down to um, to where we start and where you build up. But mm. every level you have something you can achieve and it's still like amazing at the, the lower levels, if you know what I mean. So oh, every yeah. part of the journey is still, you know, impressive. Yeah. And we see that like nearly in every class, right? Because, you know, at the Wild Training Gym, it's it's a really inclusive membership. Like we've got, you know, members going from literally every age group, every ability, you know, people that have never even been to a gym for, a, you know, a normal kind of, you know, treadmill kind of workout like you talked about. They've never been in the gym. We, you know, have a really uh, yeah, diverse kind of type of membership here. And you've got these people going to your classes that are terrified of, you know, that, but they just, you know, bullied by us to go you know what it's cool have a go it's going to be wicked you know just like you said just get started and they come out of the room like with that cheek to cheek like massive smile pumped to come back for the next session and that's yeah. that's the job right it's sharing the passion exactly. just get to one class just try it <laughs> yeah all right, amazing all right well uh well yeah man wicked wicked to talk to you about it and it's always nice to hear yeah the stories you know stories behind the coaches and, and how you got into it and and yeah really interesting points about like how you didn't always think you'd like coaching you know and now you do <laughs> there you go <laughs> All right, rock and roll. All right, well, thanks for listening to this episode of Chat with the Coach. This is Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training, and I'm James Griffiths. If you like the show, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major platforms. Subscribe to hear a new episode every Monday. Next time on the show, I'm going to be talking to Kurt Hicks, who is literally the Swiss Army knife of fitness. The guy is a legend, very, very yeah, talented coach, amazing athlete. And so uh, we're going to talk about how he came into the fitness industry left and then i might convince them to come back but uh but it's going to be a really cool uh episode of chat with the coach so make sure you check that one out if you have any feedback a question or a topic you'd like us to cover then drop us a voice message as we always listen to all of them your question may even feature on next week's podcast